Hey listeners. In our podcast, we tell stories of true crime and hauntings, and these stories can sometimes contain gruesome and explicit details. This podcast is not intended for listeners who may not want to listen to the graphic description of true crime events. It may cause triggers. Our hosts are by no means experts on any subject matter they discuss. They're just two friends telling you true stories from our home in the Pacific Northwest. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Or don't. That's okay, too. No, they're always funny. Same. I agree. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page about that. That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay, we are recording. We are doing this. We are live. How are you feeling? I just got something in my eye, but I'm back. <laughs> okay. I'm good. How are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. That's the real question here. Feeling wonderful. Feeling yeah. like... You're taking up more of the podcast space, that pod, pod lab space, than normal. Thank you. <laughs> I also eat more cookies in a calendar month than anybody else on the planet. (laughs) No, you haven't met my kids. They eat a lot of cookies. Your kids haven't met pregnant kids yet. No, they have. That's why Asher is feeding you cookies (laughs) upstairs. Um, I've been putting back Tums like nobody's business. Oh, I remember that phase. Mm. Mm -hmm. I like wake up in the night and I have to take Tums or I puke in my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry for that though that's not okay. it wakes me up like i'll be fast asleep and i'll wake up and i'll have yep. and i'll be like oh my god i have to get up and pee for the 10th time and take a tums <laughs> it sucks like you're either old like a grandma or you're pregnant when you're doing that um yeah pregnancy's a bitch and then it gets harder so we don't have to talk about that. It's we don't, boring. We don't have to talk. Fuck. It is not boring, but it, it's relevant. But we don't have to talk about it right now. We don't know. No. We know. Don't. <laughs> That's not English. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome back to Radio Face Stories. Where the podcast... Wait. <laughs> Shit. Welcome back to Radio Face Stories. The podcast. Where we tell you stories that... Will make you poop your pants. And then cry. And then want to roll off of the cliff. But, like, laugh on your way down. And land on some rocks. (laughs) And then it's all over. You're welcome. And then the river washes you away. Just your sad carcass. And then a man in a bush plays a banjo. (laughs) And fiddles with your nipples. (laughs) What? I don't know. It just kept getting weirder. Fiddles with your nipples? <laughs> Gross. You can delete all that shit. This is all nonsense. No, that's just great material. Is it, though? Do you know what pisses me off? Yeah. Is how happy women are to eat yogurt in commercials. <laughs> Nothing's more happier than a fucking lady eating yogurt in a commercial. You, you, you look, you Google it, or you watch the next yogurt commercial. Those bitches are so stoked just to eat their fucking yogurt. Oh my god, I can't wait. I can't wait either. How many yogurt commercials are there? Enough that I'm like, okay, when I grow up, I want to be as happy as that lady eating yogurt. That's how many <laughs> commercials there are. Mm, I love yogurt. Enough to like smile like an idiot though? <laughs> I don't know actually. Next time I eat yogurt, I'll film myself. I and hope see you what smile I'm doing. and think of me. Ew. <laughs> 
while you smile eat, like an while idiot. You eat your yogurt. <laughs> Geriatric fuck. <laughs> um, listeners, listen up, listeners. We would like for you guys to share some weird or crazy or spooky stories. You can email us at radiofacestories at gmail.com. We will share your stories on our podcast. And that is all. Good night. (laughs) Did you hear that Miley Cyrus... (laughs) Totally switching gears here. You ready for this? Miley Cyrus saw aliens. Was she high on Molly? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe something like that. Does it mean they're real if a celebrity sees them? Well, I think... I I bet you it does. I bet you people believe it more just because of this idiot. Okay. It says, Miley Cyrus said she was chased down by an alien UFO chased okay she said i was driving through san bernardino with my friend i got chased down by some sort of ufo i'm pretty sure about what i saw but i also had bought weed wax from a guy in in a van out front of a taco shop so it could have been the weed wax what is weed weed wax wax? i don't know i'm guessing it's just i'll google it hash oil also known as honey oil or cannabis oil anyways the best way to describe it was a flying snowplow she continued and this big snowplow in the front of it had glowing lights i did see it flying and my friend saw it too so i think what we saw was real anyways was this sorry was this before or after they ingested the weed wax well she said she just bought it from a dude outside a taco shop or a taco truck but then she said maybe it was the weed wax Mm. so she clearly took it i remember my first weed wax i remember (laughs) when you saw a rabbit sasquatch first time i smoked weed i saw purple rabbit that's the one me and miley we aren't so different (laughs) that's my interesting tidbit for the day that is darla that is a glorious story that's why i'm here okay so i was in my laundry room yesterday and i have a bit of a spider i wouldn't say infestation but there's these really gross red spiders that have like gray bums that are always crawling in my house oh my god they're disgusting. Yeah. I'll find the name of them. Um, but in my laundry room, I had seen that a daddy long leg spider web with the daddy long leg in it had caught one of these. And it's like significantly bigger. I don't think I've ever seen a dandy, a, a daddy, daddy long leg web. Okay. They're, they're usually just chilling on the fucking floor doing their thing. No, they have webs. Like huge webs? They're like kind of hard to see, but yeah, they have webs. Okay. So it was like dangling from... The daddy long leg web. And I found it very interesting. So um, I have a little blurb here on daddy long legs. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Give it to us. Um, They're my favorite spider. They actually are pretty cool. They're like the gentle giants of spiders. They are. They're not scary to me at all. They're not scary. They're not supposed to be scary. So daddy long legs are also known as falsities. Hmm. It's a species of spiders. But technically, actually, they're not spiders. I'll get into that later. They're distinguished by fangs that point diagonally forward and crest in a pinching action. I don't think I've ever seen fangs on one of them. They must be really small. Mm -hmm. There are over 1,800 individual species of them. Wow. And there's different names for them, and one of them is the vibrating spider. Uh, I don't like that one. I know, it's gross. They'll, like, will shake the web. Ew. Like, v- vibrate it. I know. For what purpose? I think it's to catch prey or to scare off intruders. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Burglars. Bur- 
burglars, when burglars come into your house and a daddy long leg sees them, they'll start vibrating. You better hope it's a vibrating daddy long leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dandy. <laughs> they are found in every single country across the globe except for Antarctica. Did you know that? No, but I would have maybe. Well, no, I didn't know that they were all across the globe. I would have assumed they weren't in Antarctica, though. Correct. Not, okay, thank you. <laughs> Move to the front of the class. <laughs> you pass. Their webs are messy, and they rely and they rely on its ir- irregular structure to trap prey. Hmm. And then when the prey comes in, they quickly envelope their prey with silk-like material before inflicting a fatal bite. That's horrific. Imagine if people did that to other people. <laughs> you just saw, like, bodies like, dangling. You just and, have, like, like, a messy room, and the person, like, wanders in. They're like, oh, this is so messy. I'm very confused. And then all of a sudden, you're fucking wrapped in <laughs> shit. Like, toilet yeah, paper or something. Move. Something white and silky. I don't know. And Thread. then someone just comes and bites you. And then a the fatal blow. <laughs> it sucks your blood. Cool. Like a vampire. We should write movies. We should. (laughs) (laughs) They may eat the dead immediately or store it for later. Snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy. So when they're finished feeding, they will clean the web by unhooking the remains of the prey and letting the carcass drop Mm -hmm. from the web. Gross. Certain species of these spiders invade other webs and eat the host, eggs, or the prey. Sometimes they will vibrate the web, as I said before, luring the other spider in to kill it. Do you know what? I find it really disgusting when things eat eggs. Mm. But, like, we eat eggs. But then, like, eggs, eggs, eggs are really just, like, chicken, period. That is disgusting. That's what you're spreading on your toast in the morning. You think about that for a second. I don't, I wouldn't call it a period. I'd That's call exactly it what it is. It's unfertilized. What ha- It's a, it comes out, it's. It's a fucking period. It's chicken period. It's chicken period. That's what it is. How do you like your chicken period cooked? <laughs> oh my god, Darryl. Scrambled? You just ruined fucking eggs for me. <laughs> it's just an unborn fetus. It's just an unborn embryo. It's just a dead baby. It's not a dead baby because it wasn't ever a baby. It was the period before Sometimes it got fertilized. Sometimes you see eyes in them. It's just a period. That is disgusting. Would you rather it be a dead baby? Or a period. Yeah. Either way, you like yours fucking sunny side up? It is disgusting, though. Mm -hmm. They prey on funnel weaver spiders. That sounds so (laughs) disgusting. Funnel weaver spider. Funnel beaver? Oh, it's a weaver. I think it's a beaver. (laughs) No. And redbacks? This is quite the funnel beaver you've got there. (laughs) Okay, if funnel beaver was a thing, what would it be? I don't even know. (laughs) I can't even do this right now. When they eat other house spiders. So that may benefit humans with hobo spiders. Have you ever seen a hobo spider? I'm not sure. Okay, so do you remember like a while back I had an Instagram story of a fucking gigantic spider that was in my bed? Yes. That is a hobo spider. Oh. They are offensively large. They are so disgusting. So I, one morning I was sleeping on my back and out of my peripherals I saw this black shadow running across the side of my bed blanket and I looked over it and it was the biggest fucking spider I've ever seen and I jumped out of my bed so fast and I like threw the blanket over it anyways if the spider's so big it casts a shadow yeah. it does not belong on earth I don't know why it was in my house I don't know why well it probably reached up and opened the door with the doorknob <laughs> it probably like a fucking did. five foot spider 
So that was like the worst experience I've had in Canada with a spider because they normally, I, I don't know, they, they shouldn't be that big. I've just never seen a spider that big before. Um, And then recently my friend posted something and it was a fucking spider the size of her hand and it was like this it was the same kind of spider so i don't know if they're mutating i don't know what the fuck's happening but anyways the daddy long legs will kill hobo spiders so i like them okay have you heard the urban legend that daddy long legs have the most potent venom of any spider no but that but that their fangs are too small or weak to puncture human skin. No. You haven't heard that? No. Okay, I have, and I thought that was a thing. And, and I've heard true? lots of people say that. Yeah, that they're the most poisonous spider. I've never heard that. Um, no, it's not true. Hmm. It's just that their venom is not toxic to humans. I don't even think they bite. They're just like big fucking gentle idiots. They they fuck up other spiders. That's cool. Yeah. That's okay. Which is really cool. So you um, should maybe like domesticate one of these big daddy well, spiders. Last night when I went to bed, there was one and had a little web at the foot of my bed to the left, like not actually on my bed, but like between my bed pole and the wall. And I was like, you're not going to hurt me. So you're fine there. And I just left him. I hate spiders. Okay. So you, you literally have two options here. Befriend the daddy long legs, make him your pet so he can eat rip apart all the other gross spiders in your house or get a fucking exterminator because why do you have so many spiders in your house because i think my landlord left a hole in the bathroom wall that goes into the laundry room how big is this hole big enough for all the spiders to come in can i get you some like duct tape there might be a reason why there's a hole but i'm gonna talk to him about it (laughs) because it's an important hole where's the hole it's behind the toilet and it goes into the laundry room but is there anything going through the hole? There probably is. A like pipe. a pipe? I don't know. I haven't gotten down there. <laughs> I'll find out. We need to close the hole. Tell them that every time you see a spider in your house, you're taking $50 off your rent. Okay. Okay. That's a great idea. Until he fucking closes the Because there's hole. a lot of fucking spiders in my yeah, house. Yeah, well, you're either going to have lots of spiders and free rent, or he'll close the hole. Okay. Okay. Done. That sounds great. Any other problems? I got you. Okay. Problems? If you got problems, bring them to Darla. <laughs> I will solve them. Okay. Some cool facts. I'm just going to throw off some cool facts here about Daddy Long Legs, and then we're going to end this. Okay. Um, they aren't actually spiders. What? They're actually closer related to scorpions. Oh. That's kind of cool. It's because they just have like a one one body part. It's not like, like the divided abdomen. in two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They don't produce silt, so their webs are made out of other materials. Hmm. They only have one pair of eyes. Most spiders have like 43,000. 40, is that the actual? No, but they have a lot. (laughs) Yes. They aren't venomous to humans. They're very old. They split off from scorpions about 435 million years ago. That's really cool. And to just put that into perspective for you guys, that was about 200 million years before dinosaurs appeared. Wow. And they can live up to seven years. Wow. So maybe I should have a, a friend. That's like his old Zasher. And when they lose their legs, they don't grow back. Oh, do other spiders' legs grow back? I don't know. <laughs> oh. That's just a fact. That's good. Mine don't either if I lost my legs. <laughs> Well, you could get a prosthetic. You could make little little spider prosthetics for your spider friend. Oh, my God. Cute. Give him a little cane. What about spider crocs? And maybe like a monocle for one of his good eyes. <laughs> spider crocs. 
<laughs> Have you guys seen those cat crocs? Those were horrible. Yeah, we need to make spider crocs. Because a spider is disgusting, but if a spider had eight little crocs on its feet, it would be so cute. It would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I mean that was really fucking fascinating and there was lots of good information in your in your spider story. I have Actually wa- though. Is it not done? No, I'm serious. Oh, okay. No, for real. Okay, good. I only have one interesting fact to share today. Did you know that the blue whale ejaculates over 40 <laughs> gallons of sperm when <laughs> when mated? <laughs> Sorry. That's so fucking disgusting. Only, I'm not, okay, even, I'm not even done. You got to start over. Because I just ruined that. No, that's... What other reaction are we going to have? No. Okay. Can Continue. I get, can I get, okay. So, of that 40, gallon, 40 gallons of sperm, only 10% of it enters the female. So, like, so what like, happens to the rest of that ejaculate? 40, 40 gallons, right? It goes into the fucking water. That's what. But Is that why the sea tastes so salty? Oh, <laughs> my God. Darla. I'm sorry. It had to be said. That's is it. that a joke? No, that's or is all that real. a real question? The last part's maybe a joke, but the rest of it's real. Well, I will just say this. I would probably way rather... <laughs> maybe, maybe don't finish this. I'm not going to finish. That's what she said. <laughs> and we're done here. Break. Break time. <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by Bickerton Co., Hey, Darla. Have you ever heard of a super cool guy named Brett Bickerton? Uh, actually, I think I went in kindergarten with him. What? What, Yeah, but what's he up to? Well, he has his own custom spear gun company. Brett loves spearfishing. Brett hand makes spear guns in his workshop, along with many other cool things like apparel, knives, cutting boards, and recycled wool blanket ponchos. So it's like a marine-based spearfishing, surfing, camping company? Yeah. Very cool. Follow Brett on Instagram, Bickerton Spear Guns. He also has a YouTube channel, Bickerton Co. Brett's website is bickertonco.com. I also heard Brett is a member of Rugged Coast Research Society. It's an Anaimo-based nonprofit organization that was started in 2017 by a group of surfers. This organization's focus is to understand and mitigate humankind's impact on BC's wild places. They noticed all the garbage on the shores of these pristine places where they were surfing and it ended up snowballing into a large-scale beach cleanup operation. They clean up so much garbage from our beaches, tons and tons of it each year, and maybe sneaking a little surfing on the side. Check them out on Instagram at Rugged Coast Research Society or their website, ruggedcoastresearchsociety.com for more information. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Brett. Hey, guys, if you're enjoying Radio Face Stories, send us a message to radiofacestories at gmail.com or how about buy us a coffee or a beer from buymeacoffee.com slash radioface. Link is in our Instagram bio. Thank you. Thanks. We're going to do rock, paper, beverage. Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Well, a beverage is a beverage. Okay. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, gin coffee. and tonic. I'm going coffee on this one. We need a judge. You're right. Uh, I'm going gin and tonic on this one. It's a fucking duel. Well, we'll put it to the Instagram. Okay. What's better, coffee or gin and tonic?
Darla's going to tell her story now. Everybody gather around. Gather, children. Come hither. You say... No. <laughs> Stop it. You only hear what I want to. Why do you... Why do you do this? Why do you... Why? Because you're doing something, so I'm doing something now. This is a story of Cecilia Popkowski, also known as the James Bay Murder. Whoa. Cecilia and her husband, Chester Popkowski, were Polish immigrants who originally met in a Nazi concentration camp, Mm. which is crazy all by itself. Mm -hmm. They married in 1939 and had two sons, One, which died in Poland, so their first son, and the second, Milo, was born in the Polish camp. So I found this interesting because World War II went from 1939 to 1945, and if they got married in 39, I was wondering how did they meet in a concentration camp if they got married the year the war started. Hmm. So I looked into that a bit, and actually the first camp opened in 1933. So this is something, maybe other people knew this, I did not know this. So... That's why they were in a camp before the war started. Crazy. The camp was in Boblingen, Germany. They escaped the camp and immigrated originally to Australia and then into Canada around 1952. By 1955, they settled in Oak Bay, Victoria. By this time, Cecilia and Chester were in their late 40s, and Milo, their son, was eight. I like that name. Retina. Did you get some blue whale in there? Been swimming in the ocean. <laughs> Must be that forty gallons of ejaculate C-cum. wandering. Did you say sea cum? <laughs> Stop, dude! You fucking did a blurb on whale cum. Uh, it's whale ejaculate. Whale grow up. Ejaculate. <laughs> sea cucumbers. <laughs> okay, it's not our finest story. Mm-mm. The Popkowskis were seen as quiet members of the local Polish community. Chester didn't speak English very well, and he didn't work, leaving the breadwinning to his wife. Cecilia, however, was known as very friendly, positive, and hardworking. She worked two jobs to support her family. She was a cook at the Empress Hotel, Mm. and she cleaned houses on the side in order to help pay the mortgage and support her family. Basically, Chester is a fucking deadbeat douche. Sounds like a lot of guys I know. Does he look after the kid, at least? Yeah, that, I guess, is his role, is to stay home. I mean, this is the 50s, so I don't think that was very common. No. Chester, apparently, was, he loved his garden, so he did a lot of gardening, and also, it was basically reported that he didn't, like, he was supposed to look after their son, but I don't think he did a very good job. Okay. There's also information about an older woman living with them. Her name was Robina, so she lived there it's not really clear in the scenario about that, but it's believed that she was just another member of the Polish community and they were helping her out, which is... Okay. Yeah. On Saturday, March 24th, 1956, Cecilia came home from work to find her son Milo had gone to play at a friend's house. There were reports of Chester not being a real present father. He was always home and loved to garden, but the neighbors had said that Milo was often left unattended and he's even frequently locked out of his house and would come to... The the neighbors for help it was also said that milo was afraid of his father he was reported to be a fairly happy funny kid and was close with his mom but he his personality completely changed whenever he was with his father so i don't think they had a very nice relationship Mm. basically i think chester's not not a good dude no doesn't sound like that so milo is at his friend's house on this saturday afternoon and robina was apparently out for a walk at beacon hill park at 2.45, a neighbor named George Warwick 
heard a woman screaming. The sound was coming from the Pakowski's house. He called the police, at which time he witnessed Chester covered in blood and heading towards Holland Point. Whoa. That escalated real fast. Police came to the Pakowski's house and found Cecilia sprawled on her kitchen floor. Her throat was slashed. Oh, my God. And her head was battered in. Shit. That's gross, right? Yeah, that's pretty effed up. At this time, Chester was already at Holland Beach, heading directly into the ocean and attempting to drown himself. Onlookers reported someone tried to get Chester out of the water and that he fought them and continued to head in, into the water. Police eventually came and got Chester out, at which time he was screaming, Shoot me, shoot me, I want to die. Chester suffered only minor injuries and was taken into custody where he had admitted to killing his wife. Within 36 hours, he was deemed unfit for trial and sent to Riverview Hospital to be housed permanently. So that's like an insane asylum. Wow. Let's Riverview. just think about that for a second, though. So within two days, he murdered his wife, tried to kill himself, was arrested, deemed unfit for trial, and sent to an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. Like in in two days. There was no, I don't think there was any like actual proper investigation yeah like don't you think that's all really quick i think so but i feel like that's how they did it back then maybe there's a lot more to it now when something like that happens so i mean we don't have a ton of information but based on what we do have it seems like perhaps he was suffering from some sort of mental some sort of mental illness i guess it it was also said that he had suffered from some sort of episode of like a fainting episode and Previous to this, shortly shortly before he attacked his wife, he had a fainting episode, and the doctor said it was stress, or like a nervous, due to nervousness. So hmm. like, that almost sounds like some sort of breakdown. Mm-hmm. And other neighbors had said that he had come to them for help because he said there was burglars in his house, and they called police, but there was actually nobody there. Weird. So he was maybe like a schizophrenic or something? Yeah, definitely suffering from something. Cecilia was buried at Colwood Cemetery in Victoria, and Chester lived out his days at Riverview Hospital until his death on December 19, 2003. So he lived a long life there. Wow. Their son Milo had been put into foster care and had his name changed. It's known that he did, in fact, marry and have at least one child. This child, a girl, had been told originally that her grandparents, Cecilia and Chester, had died in a car crash. At some point when she grew up, she found out the truth and actually went to the house where her grandfather had brutally murdered her grandma. At the time, the home was owned by Paul Best and his wife. Paul said when they bought the home, they had a bad feeling about it, and his wife had a gut feeling that it needed to be cleansed, so they performed a sagebush burning. Ten years later, a young woman comes to their door and tells them all about the murder that happened in their kitchen, which was her grandparents. Wow, that's so crazy. Yeah. So was there no, like, they didn't come up with a reason why he did it nope just they deemed him he was just insane and that was it and that was it like some sort of breaking point what the hell yeah that's really frustrating <laughs> it's something it leaves a lot of questions and like so she was this hard-working upbeat positive lady never complaining about anything never saying anything so what was happening behind closed doors in that home was she aware of perhaps her husband's mental decline or did it just happen so sudden he just slit her throat like a and beat her head in and then literally ran down the road covered in blood and tried Tried to drown himself. himself yeah that is so wild 
Yeah, it's pretty crazy. What's it's a it's like? a short one because that's there's not a lot of information, but I just thought it's pretty close to home and uh, yeah, it's pretty gnarly. That's a really cool story. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, I just have so many questions unanswered, and they're going to remain that way, unfortunately. <laughs> so my resources, evelazarus uh, dot com has a a small article called Murder in James Bay. I think actually she has a bigger story of this in one of her books. I also listened to Podcast by Proxy, episode 74, and essendale.blogspot.com has an article called Riverview Hospital, Past, Present, and Future, as well as the BC Gazette, uh, bclaws.gov.bc.ca. Cool. Short and sweet, friends. That's a gnarly story, Darla. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. So good. That's awesome. I mean, it's not awesome, but it was a good story. Good I know job. What you meant. Thank you. Great job. If you like what you hear and want to support Radio Face Stories, don't forget to like, rate, and share with friends on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram. The best way to share is word of mouth. We're going to be having a contest, an Instagram contest coming up soon, so keep up to date. Yeah, you're you're gonna want to cash in on this. You, yeah, it's Absolutely. gonna be really good. So be so so keep checking in for that. Is that it? That's our, that's the end, my friends. Thanks for listening. We're gonna go to bed now. We love you. We'll see you next time. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye.